I think marathon runners are fucking crazy. You know? Like, I, if you see me running, dude, you should probably start running because I am not a fucking runner. Like, I am not. Like, there is something seriously wrong. If I, if I if you see Jason running, it's like, well, okay, I better start moving too because I am not going to be a marathon runner. But there's just something about that. They, they, they don't see it necessarily as hard work, right? They, I mean, look, they get into it where they're like physically in pain and vomiting on the side and they keep going with a smile on their face, right? There is something emotionally not right with that. For freshly brewed discussion on automotive sales and marketing, this is Coffee with Jason. The Coffee with Jason podcast is sponsored by Closer's Coffee for that full-bodied, rich, sweet flavor with a bright acidity. Drink Closer's Coffee, stay caffeinated, and keep on closing. Find out more at closerscoffee.ca. So how long you been at this? Um, yeah, so I, I usually like to start off just give, giving a little bit about who I am. Um, so I pipe fitter by trade. Um, out of high school, didn't know what to do. So I got <laughs> into the oil and gas industry. Now you guys out east hate us over here in Alberta. But uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I left that industry. I decided to open up uh, my, my own insurance brokerage. So I did health metal benefits for companies for a number of years. Cool. Um, sold that company. I was starting to go down a pretty dark path. Um, instead of uh, losing everything, I decided to go do what I had to do. And I sold the company and I went and traveled Asia for 10 months. Uh, I went for one that month. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. And then I got back into town and I didn't know what to do. jumped into the car industry. I said, what better way to meet people than when they when business comes to you? And, <laughs> um, so yeah, I fell in love with it. I did. I, I was seven days a week. If I wasn't at the store working, I was at home working for people. And um, yeah, I just grew to love it. And then I, um, I left because they 19 paid a guy. Okay. Uh, I didn't agree with it. It happened at a <laughs> young age, and that's kind of why I got into the game. And yeah. Then, um, from there, I just yeah, I went in the next day. I quit. Um, still, I, w- I was at the store yesterday actually. I went and said hi to everybody. So uh, great people, but um, ended up leaving there and went to a small subprime mom pa operation. Okay. Um, I said, you know, don't pay me a dollar. Don't pay me any commissions. Uh, let me just put this process in place for you because you guys are losing so much business in the back end through all this all these leads. Yep. And so I did that, and of course, on the 30th day, the month was up. It was time to go. So process was in place, and never walked away with a, with a penny, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I really got to know the, the, the lead gen space because of our marketing guy at the time. Okay. And so um, that's where I dove in pretty heavy. And then, you know, just, just myself personally spending money on leads and then seeing what the dealerships were spending money on leads. I could not believe what was happening in the industry. <laughs> and I just said, this is an absolute joke. Like, I don't know how they're getting away with it. It's criminal. And yes. it's my time to come in here and I know I can do a better job. Yeah. And so um, I don't know if this part should go, but I've, I put about three months of like not a big research in like branding like developing my own sites i didn't know what i was how to do much of it and um um trial by fire right oh yeah 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 Lots <laughs> of learning. Lots of learning. and so then i partnered up with a guy from ottawa and um, he ended up we hit the ground running about a month ago and um short time he obviously made a pile of money so it was like 36 26 grand in four days or something yeah. Up, who'd you who'd you partner up with Ottawa? I know a lot of the guys up there in the subprime space. Yeah, he's a he's an independent. I'd prefer to. Yeah, I don't let him take an ounce of my headspace anymore. <laughs> That's sure. That's on, fine. Yeah, he walked on twenty six grand. Uh, took my websites. Took my started to take my whole brand. It was brutal, man. Yeah. 
I managed to uh, hold a CRM hostage, so I learned real quick that you can't trust everybody in this game, for sure. No, 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 of course. It wasn't Andrew Lemoyne, was it? No, but I know him. Okay. You like him? Just making sure. Yeah. Eh, the, I'm, I haven't made a decision yet. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll see. <laughs> he's a great, you know what, I gotta say he's a great guy. Yeah, so far, I'm like, I, I'm not quick to like decide if I like somebody or not, you know, unless it's pretty <laughs> obvious and it's like, yeah, okay. Not, 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 not digging it, right? So we, he's actually flying into Toronto later today, and I think we're supposed to grab some coffee or a beer or something later. So ah, cool. we'll see. Cool, cool. You know what? I got to say, he. I called him last week, and um, him and Josh, I believe, or his partner, Jason. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, they were the most real dudes I talked to in a long time in the industry. Anyways, mm -hmm, they, mm -hmm. they were they were solid cats. So yeah, tell him I said hello. I will. I will. Cool. Um, so yeah, then I started, I branched off, I did my own, my, I redid it all, I had to rebuild the brand and everything, and okay. uh, I actually now, I've got some good people in place, so um, a buddy of mine, he, he works for a venture capitalist firm for uh, rapid growth startups, manages a $65 million fund, he's now left, and he's on board with me full time. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, so he actually is out in your area, um, so three years I've been trying to get him on board, when he said that he was coming on board, I started crying. And I said, you, <laughs> sir, are the CEO of this company. Like, you just tell me what to do and I'll go do it. That's cool. Yeah, so that's kind of, you know, so I, I'm, I'm coming in and doing the honest thing. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I, I saw am. that, you know, I'll be honest with you, it's the first, when I was looking at some of your stuff, that was the first time I seen somebody use that word yeah. in, when it comes to lead generation and subprime. Cool. Like, honest, on generating honest subprime leads. You should definitely tell me more about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, this is uh, the, it's the first step to my master plan. I guess okay. I want to develop at the end of the day a, a software program. Um, I won't get too deep into that, but um, <laughs> I needed to, in order to get to that, I needed to be a professional in the lead gen space. I needed to understand it. I need to learn it. Um, that's the only way you can build credibility. I need to build a mass network of people, so I've been doing that heavily. Um, and so I, how I'm going to keep it honest is I don't need to be a Canada Drives and have a thousand dealerships. Sure. You know, if there's no need for it, they're, they're in competition with every single one. They're in competition with themselves in every city that they're in. Yep. You know, so they send you a lead and then 10 of your best friends a lead all in the same five kilometer radius. And it's first one gets the deal. Yep. Like that to me, it's uh, you, may, you know, it just doesn't make sense. It's poor business, <laughs> in my opinion. And I agree. Uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah, and, and lots of people are right. Um, so the 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 thing that I'm doing, and it's a lot of work, <laughs> is I'm I'm giving three pieces to a to a lead. So there's the first page is the EQ customer profile. Okay. Um, so that's me having a phone call. So I'm on average 14 minutes a call right now. I need to get that down to 10 minutes because my time is running scarce. Uh, <laughs> but I'm literally picking up the phone on every single call. How many, is it just you or how many, do you have callers? No, it's just me right now. So I'm a That's startup. awesome. Yeah, cool. yeah. So I'm just, I'm, I'm calling every single one of them. And um, I, I think that's the most important thing is that first phone call, that first connection. So, like, if it's 2 o'clock in the morning, I had a lead come through last night, at, I think we got 1.45. Well, I'm picking up the phone and call. Yep, that's impressive. Because I know they're <laughs> online, right? But you're being a practitioner. That's pretty cool. You know, I mean, that's a that, that's 
you know, it's funny, like my team, you know, when we talk about marketing and stuff like that, I'll come in with a new strategy. It's like they, because we've been at this now for a while, they seem to forget that, you know, before there was a team and before there was a business, I'm the guy that just did everything I'm asking them to do. So it's like, you know, it's like, are you sure we can do that? Can we do that? I'm like, guys, look, are you kidding me? Like, I'm the one that started this whole thing. I'm the, I've been, I was literally doing it for years before all you guys got hired. So trust me, we can do this. But that's, that's a great place. That's a great place to be for a startup, man. It's just take care of your own shit, do it your way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I had, I had an epiphany yesterday. I went out to, to a small little town here. I should I won't, I won't say where because there's not many stores out there. But uh, <laughs> I ended up yeah I had an epiphany. I walked out of there. It was off of LinkedIn. Saw him looking for a finance manager position. I said, boom, look at that. I said he's probably busy. He's busy. Obviously he's hiring. But boom, pick up the phone, drove out there. An hour and a half later, walked back in with seventeen and a half thousand dollar check. There you, know? you go. So it's like yeah, it's it's these people are I I don't think they've dealt with honest business people in a long time. No. <laughs> in the in our industry, there's a lot of snakes, dude. There's also there's also a lot of snake oil being sold in our industry. Right, right. So so, and you say that in the sense that how many times I've seen a lead gen company start up and then fall flat on their face and take people's money? Like is that? Well, that's because their only plan is to be in business with the dealership for three months. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I I literally know companies that their expectation is if they can go between three to six, their profitability goes through the roof. That's it. So that's all they all that's all they anticipate to be with that dealership. There are enough dealerships out there that they believe that that's a model, and they've successfully maintained it. You know, so what it is is they'll their top third of their business. All right, they'll do shit right. All right, and then the bottom two thirds of their business, they'll expect a three to six month turnaround. Wow. Eh? Well, yeah. I mean, it's not. Look, it's not a strategy I agree with, but it is a strategy. I mean. It does work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I say to people, um, I, I think in seven years I lost one client in, in this in, in the insurance game, and in this game I don't want to lose one. So when I'm vetting these dealerships, like i got to make sure that they're the right ones, right? Yeah, you got to profile the crap out of your people. I yeah. mean, I do. Yeah. I've, I literally have a documented 27-point profile for my team to kind of look through and to decide, hey, Jason, here's a dealership that we think – fits our profile like we should definitely start you know pointing them you know talking to them trying to get their attention that kind of thing I'm going to give you a piece of uh, huge value check out um, Apollo Apollo alright I'm going to go to it Apollo.io Apollo you get a 14 day trial keep this between you and I and don't ever sure <laughs> so this there, that that company there is it's uh, similar to Zoom Info. Do you know Zoom Info? Yep. Okay, so it's similar, but they give you a 14 day trial versus a, a three day trial, so you get a little bit more time. <laughs> uh, but I've got I I just punched in this morning uh, my targeted areas, so I've yep. got you know 888 dealerships from. Edmonton, Calgary, Toronto, Vancouver, Texas, Florida, and North Carolina. Yeah. Like, it's, it's insane. So now, what does my day look like today? <laughs> A lot of building relationships. Yep. That's about it. So, tell me more about um, about you. you got lots of cool things happening. 
Um, I'm always doing something. <laughs> so there's, it's probably not a moment I'm not doing anything, but yeah. Um, look, I, I've been in the automotive industry for almost 18 years. Um, I actually, uh, I mean, I've done every single role within a dealership that you could possibly imagine. I actually owned my own dealership. Um, I owned Cambridge Mitsubishi, which really? was a used, which was a used car dealership with a flag out front with a very heavy, very well organized, very well oiled in house sub, you know, in house leasing uh, portfolio. So that's how I actually made money in Mitsubishi. Most dealerships who own Mitsubishi dealerships don't make money. I had a very, very, very nice profile uh, um, uh, setup of uh, in-house leasing. So that was fun. So then I sold that about four and a half years ago, okay. almost five now. And then I started this agency. Okay. So I I now have uh, 23 people on okay. staff. And you know we work roughly with about ninety dealerships across Canada, a handful of them in the U.S. Cool. And we handle all of their marketing efforts. So not just digital; we do digital, but we do specialize in video. Video is a big portion of our business for sure. Um, but I have a BDC for hire, so I have six people that literally make phone calls for dealerships all day long. Um, so it's like it pretty much for we have a creative department, we have an ad department, we have the BDC. Pretty much, if we come up with a strategy for a dealership, we execute the entire thing. Cool. Yeah. Great. It's a service-based business. I mean, it's service. You know, it's it's hard. You know, there are a lot of companies out there that don't want to pay for that kind of level of service. They want that, uh, you know, uh, box solution. Just take it off the shelf, slap my logo on it, let me write you a check so I can check off the proverbial box and I'm actually doing marketing. <laughs> you know? So... It's it's uh, it's fun. It keeps me really busy, right? And then I, when I started the business, I started with an outside sales team, which I thought was like going to be like the best. Like I, I thought I hired like the A team of people, right? Like sure. these guys are going to go out there, they're going to kick down f-ing doors, they're going to take names, they're going to give me business. Like it's going to be great. First year, uh, first year I had them. You know, they roughly cost me over seven hundred thousand dollars in payroll, right? You know, they brought in just a little over that and in actual revenue. And I was like, yeah, you know what? This, this, no, this ain't quite making sense for me. You know, I said, like, there has to be another way. Like, there's got to be another way. And kind of to what you said kind of earlier, right? It was like, instead of me going out to the customers, I wanted the customers to come to me. So that was, that's how I started. I was like, I want the customers to come to me. So how do I get the customers to come to me? And then that's when I really got into understanding what branding, because I'd already, I always always understood it, right? But it was like, okay, now how does it? How do I execute it for myself? Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've, look, I've helped dealerships come up branding campaigns all the time, but now, like, how do I do that for myself? So about three years ago, um, I flipped on a camera and pretty much haven't turned one off since then. <laughs> cool, cool. You know, it's so it easier. What was that? Does it get easier? Uh, yeah. I mean, look, it's it's like riding a bike. You get into a routine. You know, I mean, I think at, at you know, when I first started, I was doing a couple of videos a week. You know, now I record around six hours of my day every single day. Oh, wow. You know, so it's like this is being recorded on two different cameras right now. <laughs> you know, and some things, you know, my, I call my, I have, I have four camera guys. And um, I call them treasure hunters because literally it's their job trying to find smart <laughs> Jason said. <laughs> you know? Um, I'm going to keep my comments in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like some of the content's really good. Some yeah. of it's not, you know? I, I kind of look at it as kind of like, you know, at-bats. 
You know, yeah. it's like uh, we'll put a piece of content out there. Sometimes it'll work. Sometimes it'll take off. Other times it was just a swing and a nothing there. So I I got into podcasting about nine months ago. I've done 180 podcasts so far. Um, yeah, I just I'm like if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna figure this out. Like, let me really figure out what the hell this is. You know, like how can I do this? How can I monetize it? How can I make it big? You know, um, both podcasts are doing good. I do three different podcasts now. Of course, I couldn't do one. So I have the Coffee with Jason, which is probably our most popular one. Then I have uh, After Hours with Jason, which is just an excuse for me to drink beer with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then strategy with Jason, and that's usually me on site somewhere, you know, at a conference or a hotel with somebody or something like that. So, yeah, and and then um, conferences. I put my own conferences on. I I found out pretty quick getting into this industry that there's a there's a there's a boys club. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, you know what boys you know what boys club I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Come in. So you know, it's like you go to these conferences, and it's like you know, it's it's like a pay to play, right? It's like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are, or how good your content is, or how much value you can bring to a to a dealership. They're just like, oh, how how much how how much can you pay me to to take that stage? And I was just like, or you know, how much how much can you pay me to have a booth at my conference? And I'm like. And these guys want five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve thousand. Twenty-five thousand for this game changer coin. Oh shit! You you actually took El Patron's fucking uh, phone call. Yeah. El Patron. Oh Rudy, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I like Rudy. Like, when we hang out, it's cool. But like, honestly, you want to talk about a fake it till you make it kind of bullshit. You know, like, like I look, dude. I I'm not pretending. Okay. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. right? You you're a startup. I'm a startup. All right. I, I drive a fucking Nissan Maxima. You know, like, yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got a secondhand discounted mic in front of me. Okay, like, I, I'm like, get go yourself, and you know, your your S class and Maybach driving around, and all right, guys, all right, guys, we gotta do like a million million appointments today. We're gonna sell like I don't know, like two million cars. So, well, so I've never, I've never even met him, never talked to him, but I got his cell phone number yesterday. That's all they say. And then I go on Dude, his I just—I'll tell you right now. Don't even, don't even waste your time. Like, is that right? Eh? Because he's not like us. Okay. Like, we're, 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 dude. We got our knees in the mud. <laughs> you know, like we're literally doing our shit, right? He's playing dress right. up. So what, what can I do for you? What, what can I do to help you? Or, or you know what I mean? I'm a pretty simple guy. <laughs> you know, I'm. For me, it's not. Um, for me, man, it's just about exposure. I'm just trying to spread the good word. You know, I'm, I'm a I'm a weird cat because, like you, I'm just I I, I don't like I, I'm not here to monetize on my content, right? Like I, I literally just give it all away. Like my operations manager hates it, and I'm like, dude, don't worry about it. Like, trust me, 99% of what I say out there, no one's actually going to do. So, I like, trust me, I will give away secret sauce and. Everything else, and no one's actually going to do anything with it, so no big deal. Well, so, hey, I gladly will. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's just like, yeah. what are you going to do? Like it's like it's like, here's how I do it. Are you actually going to do it? Because no, I will. What you're doing is fine. What you're doing is fine. Right. Well, same with you, man. I mean, like you're talking to a dealership. Like, is a dealership actually going to answer a phone call at 1:45 a.m. in the morning? Not a dealership, but a customer. Right. 
Yeah. The dealership's not going to make that phone call. It's like, look, I, I can help. I can show you how to do this, but you're not actually going to do it. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I had a I, I got asked to be um, exclusive yesterday. Got brought into this outfit. They want 250 leads. I said a minimum a month up to a thousand a month. I can go exclusive. Jeez. Yeah. So I mean, like, the money's there, but it's not even the money that's driving this thing. Yeah. I care less about the money. Yeah. It, it's like actually coming in here and making a difference. Yeah. Like like Skyler, he's he's got my roadmap for six months drawn out, and when I see the money section, I just scroll right past it. Yeah. You know, like just let's get in here and let's get Green and Galpin and uh, David Saint Germain. Let's get them all out of the thing. Like, <laughs> coming for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. So, well, that's good, man. And that's and look, I th I think that there are, and uh, you know what, Andrews, I think one of those cats too, right? Oh, yeah. and, and I think that's why a handful of us are kind of drawn to each other because we don't necessarily fit the mold of the good old boys club sure. you know like yeah. um, I had someone ask me the other day if I would go golfing you know and I'm like no <laughs> like, like work are you kidding me I'm like, I, I, you know, like yeah I'm like this is, this is what I enjoy doing like this is this 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 is my golfing you can you can go yeah, they were like, "Yeah, we we got this uh, this tournament, in Florida, man. You should totally come." Da, 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 da. I'm like, uh, "No, like, are you kidding me? Like, what am I gonna do? Take four days off, go golf with some people?" Like, someone was asking the other day, like, "How do you do hard work?" I'm like, "Honestly, this isn't hard. Like, you know, I start talking at nine a.m. and I continue to talk until six or seven o'clock at night. Like, it's not hard. It's just." It's our rhythm, you know. Like I think marathon runners are fucking crazy, you know. Like I, if you see me running, dude, you should probably start running because I am not a fucking runner. Like I am not. Like there is something seriously wrong if I if, I, if you see Jason running, it's like well, okay, I better start moving too because like, I am not going to be a marathon runner. But there's just something about that they, they they don't see it necessarily as hard work right they i mean look they get into it where they're like physically in pain they're vomiting on the side and they keep going with a smile on their face right like there is something emotionally not right with that you know or chemically not right with that right. we're no different we're literally no different i know <laughs> yeah i agree i agree yeah in the trenches every day right yeah yeah and hopefully it'll pay off i mean look i yeah. I don't have a golden objective to go buy a, a private island or a or a, a Maserati or a Bentley or something like that. I just I I this is I love enjoying this race. Yeah. Like I love keeping this rhythm. I love just I just want to keep running for as long one? as I can. Are you married? I am with three kids. Oh wow! So you still kept you kept the wife, did you? I kept the wife. Yeah, yeah. That's that's been fun too. But you know what though? It's like actually, honestly, like. Uh, I mean, I was working with dealership, right? So owning and running a dealership, I was, dude, I was at the dealership at 7.30 in the morning, um, there till closing, you know, Monday through Saturday. I would come in sometimes on Sundays just to get work done because nobody was there to bug me. So, I mean, the first two years of my son's life, I didn't even see him. I did. I left before he woke up. I got home after he went to bed. So I actually now see my kids way more now. The funny thing is, I probably work more hours now than I did then, but like my kids wouldn't know that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Cool. What about you? Married? Kids? Um, yeah, not married. Four year no. relationship, but it's almost out. <laughs> um, we'll see. This is kind of like the last week. Yeah, one of those. 
Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I love the girl, but, you know, I'm so focused, it's, it's, I can't get off of it. Um, yeah. I'm not giving her any attention, and I feel terrible for it. But at the same time, I've had a tough life, and um, I, I mean, everyone has, everyone's got their own story to tell. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I think this is my time, like, this is it, you know, so I have to chase it, I have to go hard, and I'm doing whatever it takes. Well, you know what, I, I, I feel, see, I, I don't like it when I hear people say that they don't have time for something, right? Like, I was in a meeting the other day with the dealership, and they were trying to tell me they didn't have time for something. I was just like, I just call bullshit. I'm like, because it's not that you don't have time, you're just not willing to actually carve it out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, be like, I, like on my phone, I literally have uh, play with my kids scheduled in my phone. Mm-hmm. Like, like, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, if it's not like, I, I will try, I, I will find something else to fill the time, like all the time. Right. So it's like, if I'm not programming it, it doesn't happen. I mean, I wake up at five, I get two hours in before the kids wake up. Um, I get them ready for school, get them, get their lunches, do some breakfast. Right. Then they're off at school. And my guy picks me up at nine. Then we're from nine till six every day. Tuesdays I work from nine to 11, but one day a week I go late. And then from 9 to 6, I'm just nonstop, just don't don't stop moving just the whole time. And then I'm home, and for those two and a half hours, it's just like my, I leave my phone at the front door. I don't touch it. You know, I play checkers. I build Legos. I do whatever the hell I got to do, right? And then on weekends, I actually, like, Sundays, I'll physically turn it off. Like, everyone knows they just don't get a hold of me on a Sunday. I won't answer anything. You know, but it's like that's just – Family. Well, you know, it's 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 a routine, right? Like, if I want to lose if I want to lose twenty pounds, I don't have to make a routine out of it, right? If if I want to, you know, raise my kids, I'm gonna have to make a routine out of it. Otherwise, you know, it'll never happen. <laughs> cool, cool. You might have just, uh, yeah, you just gave me something there. It's good. Yeah, look at it. It's all choice at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I need to do it. I mean, I had three hours of sleep last night because I was working all night. You got to get sleep. That you can't f*** with. I'll tell you right now, you can't f*** with it. Um, that will, it will draw, it, it just, it perpetually gets worse, you know? Um, six, for me, I found is the magic number. Right. As long as I can get six, I can continue with that same level, that same rhythm, you know? Um, if I can get eight, I'm f***ing great. Um, but six is kind of like my bare bone minimum. But like you can go a day or two on three or four, but it will by day four or five it will catch up to you, and the amount of productivity that you have will actually drop so much that you actually lose whatever you gained just because you took that much less sleep. Right, right. Like that's one yeah. thing I push everybody like don't with that. <laughs> yeah, no. Last night was just a it was an adrenaline rush, man, through and through and through the whole day. It was. Yeah, you, know, you couldn't you couldn't shut it off. I couldn't, yeah. And then at two o'clock in the morning, I'm on the phone with my influencer dude from Florida. Do you know Tony Swedberg? Ah, uh, yeah, the name sounds real familiar. I can't yeah. put his. I'm trying to think of the face. I, I hired him as like my coach when I started over at Infinity here. Oh, I, very cool. I knew that it would be a hard industry, right? You had to make a name for yourself quick, so I hired him to help me out. And yeah. Yeah, it helped out tremendously, and so over time, I've helped him out with a couple things here and there. But now he's agreed to um, coming on the team and. And making me a couple videos, and he's gonna throw it out in Florida and see where things go. So, I mean, that's I've got lots of good people in my life for once, man. It's crazy. It is. It's it's wild. Now, how are you building the? How are you building out the brand? Because I've been where you are, where you're both like 
literally every role within the company is you. <laughs> so that's um, it's a good question. I don't know how to do it, <laughs> but I feel like I do. You I, do. Uh, it's just you got to hack it. That's what I'm saying. Like so, right. like for me, like people give me shit because I was shooting video in the car, right? Yeah, and I'm like, you know, go for, go for yourself. Like I'm, I permanently mounted a GoPro in my car. I don't touch it, okay. I don't even look at it when I'm driving. It's not a distraction. It's no different than than someone talking to the Bluetooth of their vehicle for me, right? So I just kind of ignored all that. I haven't gotten a lot of that recently. But when I first started, I was getting a ton of it. You know, how dare you drive and shoot video? I'm like, like it's mounted to the window, okay? Like. Seriously, have you seen Uber drivers? I mean, they're like doing this on their phone the whole time while they're driving. Like, whatever. Um, I'll show you. I'll show you kind of what I'm. What I am doing. So I'll share my screen real, real quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, there's all my my dealers here that I got to call today. A lot of them. Um, so my roadmap. Are you calling them? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Calling them all. Okay. And it's, uh, yeah, it's good. I have some awesome conversations. That these guys down south, they like me because I'm just a blue collar. Um, you know, the guys down in Texas, they're good. They're good people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so what am I doing here? So, um, like just to give you an example of like what a lead, let's do that. So a lead's going to look like this. This is an example lead. Um, and this is, um, again, this is rough. This is just kind of some branding stuff that I've done. <clears throat> So a little bit uh, about me and credit history. I don't know if you can see that or not. Yeah, 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 that's cool. And then the credit app. And then you also get a, a voice recording on every single phone call. You should do a video. A video. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, how are uh, how are you doing with uh, getting getting a hold of them? Like, oh, dude, um, I'm I'm. I'm probably, I'm sitting at, like, I've just started, right? So, I, uh, like, I'm launching my campaigns officially December 1. Okay. Um, so, all the stuff that I have generated has been myself in communities and stuff. Okay. And marketplace. And then they just, I get them to funnel through my funnel, or punt, um, go through my funnel, and then I pick up the phone and call them. Okay. I think I've sold four out of six, like, four rolled out of six so far. Okay. But, that, I mean, that's just me grabbing my own organic, we'll call it, right? Yeah, you know what I found? Like, I'm pretty good. Like, for me, like, as far as, like, dealership goes, I bring on about maybe three to five new clients a month, right? Yeah. Um, and, and just from an onboarding perspective, for us, it, it, there's a lot. Like, there's just a shit ton of onboarding that's required, right? Hmm. Um, so I wish I could probably do more than that, but that's actually a comfortable space for us because then I'm still able to kind of really provide that kind of that white club solution. You know, like I still drive out to these people. I drive five to eight thousand kilometers a month. I mean, I literally get a monthly oil change, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I had to be pretty specific about who I was getting hold of, how I was getting hold of them, and try to kind of hack into that. So it's like when I like, so like my prospect list, I'll I'll I will literally get it as tight and humanly possible, right? I mean, I'll get it down to ten people. I'm like, out of these ten people, I'm converting, you know, three to five of them this month. That's it. Like just. So I, I, go, I go super hard with them. I mean, I do, I do funky shit. I've got 50. So 50 dealer groups is how many I have. Is what that's the dealer, you want to go after the dealer groups, eh? Well, that's what I'm doing first because I know if I can get told no by them, then I can get told no by everybody, anybody. So I, I, I avoid dealer groups. Okay. Um, 
because I, I've just found person myself even working within dealer groups is that they're a monster ship, and for them to make a decision is not a 30, is not a thirty day call. It, it turns into a hundred twenty day decision because there are sixteen people that have to have some type of input into it, and the amount of additional meetings and this that I have to do to get to it. I'd rather like so for me, I found like my sweet spot is single points, and you know uh, guys that own maybe I don't know three to seven dealerships tops, mm-hmm. right? Because then what I'm able to do is I'm able to concentrate on just the one decision maker and that one decision maker can make the call for all three locations or all four locations or all five locations, right? right? So I can turn them, I can get them onboarded a whole lot quicker as far as marketing efforts go, right? right. To the to is my point, it's like I like those ones because like when I go in to meet with them, I meet with one person and I meet with all four or five locations. Mm-hmm. You know, like you work with the dealer group and I do have a couple dealer groups and I... Like I have one dealer group, eighteen dealerships, right? And it's like I, the amount of, of a time suck on me is just stupid, right? Because I can never get all eighteen of them in a room at the same time. I can never, you know, it's like out of the eighteen, there'll be, you know, uh, uh, two thirds of them will be on board and like woohoo, doing our part, and then the bottom third is just dragging the feet, and it takes my team twice as long to get them to actually approve or execute on stuff. So, like, yeah, I found that that smaller, yeah, yeah, do it yeah. as quicker, it was faster, you know, and it was more intimate. And the cool thing is, I was actually getting more referrals from them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, what I find with a lot of these smaller dealerships, they participate a lot more in these. Like, like groups are weird; their egos are yeah. up, right? Yeah, totally. Like, like a group seems to think that they have a secret sauce and they don't want to share that with anybody, right? Sure. You know, but I like I have one guy who like he's. He's a Nissan dealership, and he's a part of this like twenty group Nissan dealerships. Well, he's referred me five of the people that he's gone to in this, you know, with his twenty group, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, but with a dealer group, they'll never want to refer you. In fact, actually, a dealer group won't, won't even openly want to admit they're working with you mm-hmm. because they seem to think that some other dealer groups going to steal the idea, or I don't, I don't know. No, that's good. That's good. So, like, if I yeah, if I could dive, dive in even deeper, then I would, but. I don't want to take more of your time. No, no, it's cool. That's cool. It was so nice to uh, uh, sit down and talk with you, man. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate your time. I do. Thank you. Have, you, have yourself a good one. Yeah, you too, man. Bye. Take care. Bye. We covered a bunch of great topics today. What stood out most to you? Be sure to let us know in the comment section below. And don't forget to like the post and share it to keep the conversation going. You can follow Jason on all social media platforms by following Strategy with Jason. You can find him pretty well everywhere you can share content. I hope we were able to get you thinking. And until the next time, have a great day.